If your mother didn't know how to love herself, there's no way she could teach you how to love yourself. And if you grew up in a family that was very angry or frightened, then you're likely to be an angry or frightened person because that's what you learned as a child. It's not right or wrong or good or bad. It just is. That's Louise Hay. And this is The Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Wednesday. I am grateful for you tuning in with me today. And we have Louise Hay back on the show. And her message today really pairs well with Monday's episode with Les Brown, because if you tuned in to Monday's episode, Les encouraged us to start small when going after our goals and our dreams. But truthfully, for some of us, even starting small can be a bit daunting. So what Luis is going to do today is share some key insights of the things that may be holding us back. And then she's going to share some important things that we can do to overcome those things and move forward. So let's jump right into this one with Luis Hay. Enjoy. You see, I believe that we're all 100% responsible for everything in our lives. I think we create all of our experiences by our thinking, feeling patterns. The thoughts we think and the words we speak are enormously powerful. And it's almost as though we think a thought or we speak a word and it goes out from us and it comes back to us as experience. Now we learn how we feel about ourselves and how we feel about life when we are very, very little. By the time we are three to five years old, we have a total mindset about who we are and what life is all about. And from then on, we keep reacting to experiences through this mindset. And while very often these thoughts that we have and these beliefs that we create or decisions that we make or agreements that we make at that age are very good and they help us to survive in what may be a very difficult situation. We often take them forward into life so that when we become adults, we're still operating out of a three-year-old mentality or a three-year-old decision. And that often doesn't work in our life. So we learn these things when we're very young and we usually learn them from our parents. And this is not to blame them because I really do believe that we're all victims of victims. And that it isn't possible for anybody to teach us anything that they don't know. If your mother didn't know how to love herself, there's no way she could teach you how to love yourself. And if your father didn't know how to love himself, then he couldn't teach you how to love yourself. And if you grew up in a family that was very angry or frightened, then you're likely to be an angry or frightened person because that's what you learned as a child. It's not right or wrong or good or bad. It just is. 
Again, it doesn't matter what the problem is or how long you've had it or how difficult or chronic it is or anything else or whether it's brand new or whether it runs in the family. There's only one thing I ever teach anyone and that is loving the self. Because when we really love and appreciate and acknowledge who we are at this point in time and space, it's like little miracles happen everywhere. And life begins to flow for us. And we do what I call getting the green lights in the parking places and all those little things that make life so wonderful. And when we don't love and appreciate who we are, then we put up the barriers and the resistance to our own good. Now, I'm not talking about vanity because that, that, or arrogance because that is not love. That is fear. I'm just talking about appreciating the being that we are. And I do a lot of work with people with mirrors. Uh, you might, I'm going to ask you if you could open your arms, please. Thank you. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because this is always a gesture of, of shutting off. And it's interesting to notice what is being said when we do that. Now, I can remember when I used to live my life, uh, I, I lived like this. I was always like this. People would say, are you cold? And we'd say, oh, no, I'm not cold. I was terrified. I was frightened. I didn't want to let anything new in because I didn't know what I was doing and I didn't know what would happen. And when I work with people, when I workshops or classes or anything, I always try to get people just to open their arms so that we can let the new in. Remember, this is the subconscious mind and this is where we're holding. So this is saying nothing new will get in. So I always like to feel that I'm open and receptive to new ideas and I'm willing to learn and I'm willing to change and I'm willing to grow. And sometimes I don't want to and sometimes it hits areas that I don't really care to change at the moment. And, you know, that's always an area that I know is important for me to work on. Another thing I do a lot with people is I do mirror work. I have people do their affirmations in a mirror. I have people talk to themselves in mirrors. Uh, I suggest that you get up in the morning and the first thing you do is you go to the mirror. Before you go to the bathroom or do anything, you know, when you're really at your most delightful, go to the mirror and say, I love you. And what can I do for you today to make you happy? And you may not get an answer for a while because you're, th that part of you doesn't trust you. But if you start doing that, you'll find a very good connection. A very healing thing to do is just a couple of times a day for a month or so is to look in a mirror in your own eyes and say, I love you. I really, really love you. And just let all those feelings come up and notice them. And if it's difficult for you to do that, notice that it's difficult for you to look in your own eyes and say, I love you. And ask yourself, now, where did that nonsense come from? Remember, little tiny babies, when they're born, they absolutely adore themselves. And they're totally open and they're full of love. They express themselves freely. They ask for what they want. They love their bodies from the top of the toe to the top of their head to the tip of their toes and every point in between, including their own feces, which they'll gladly rub all over their bodies because nobody's taught them guilt and shame. They know how wonderful they are. And then somewhere along the line, we get this idea that we're not good enough. And we start putting our tape, tape measures around our waistline to tell us if we're acceptable 
or we read magazines that say we have to be a certain height or a certain weight before we're acceptable. Or we listen to the media that says we have to use a certain deodorant before we're acceptable. You know, it just doesn't make sense. We are absolutely divine, magnificent expressions of life, all of us. And like when we were in the circle looking at each other, we each face is another unique expression of God. And we're not supposed to be alike. Since time began on this planet, there have not been two snowflakes alike. And there's certainly not been two people alike. And we're always trying to be like everybody else so we're acceptable. Our uniqueness is what makes us wonderful. So we want to love that and cherish it and acknowledge it. You see, if we really believe in our uniqueness and the wonder of each being, then there is no competition and no comparison. There can't be. We're just different. And we're meant to be different. And that's wonderful. And that's another thing we can acknowledge in the mirror. Do your affirmations in the mirror. How many people do affirmations on a daily basis? Well, okay, let's talk about affirmations for a moment. Every single thought we have or every sentence we speak is an affirmation. And it's either positive or negative. And it's going out from us and it's creating our experiences. However, when we talk about doing affirmations, what we're talking about is making definite positive statements to create something in our life or to remove something in our life. You see, if you stand there and say, I don't want this job, or I don't want this relationship, or I don't want these hips, or I don't want whatever, that does not get you what you want. That's what I call fighting the negative. And it doesn't do anything but keep what you have that you say you don't want. However, if you start saying and doing affirmations that I have a wonderful new job, or I have this most absolutely marvelous relationship, then you're beginning to create what it is you do want. Affirmations are like planting seeds. And if you think for a moment, when you put a seed in the ground, you do not get instant tomato plant or instant strawberries or instant oak tree. That seed goes in the ground and it has to germinate. That's the first thing, which means it breaks open its little shell and little roots begin to go down, and it gets nourishment from the earth. And only then does the first little shoot come up through the ground. Now, when we're doing affirmations, too often people say, well, that isn't a million dollars, and they stomp on that first little shoot. <laughs> they don't give it a chance to grow. <laughs> doing affirmations is like planting a seed in the ground and watering is it, it is like repeating your affirmations. And you just keep doing them, and you keep doing them, and you keep doing them. And it doesn't matter whether you see the results or you don't see the results. And sometimes it just takes time. And too many people will do affirmations for two or three days and say, see, it doesn't work. <laughs> you know, if Everything happens in the perfect time-space sequence, and we want to trust that and we want to know that. So if you begin to do affirmations for yourself, and I think it's important that we do that on a daily basis, decide what you want and begin to do positive statements in present tense for what you want. You never want to say, I will have or I'm going to have, because if you do that, it keeps it in the future. And remember, 
If you say I have a wonderful new apartment and you're living in a dump, it doesn't mean that this is not a true statement. It means you are planting the seed that will germinate and grow and become the new apartment. So you just keep doing it, no matter what, where you are. Also, if you're leaving a situation, if you're in a job you don't like, if you're in a relationship you don't like, if you're in a, a house you don't like, and you want something new, begin to bless with love. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> bless with love where you are. And, and know that you're releasing your current situation with love. If it's a job, release it with love to the next person who will be delighted to have it. If it's an apartment, do the same thing. If it's a relationship, release that person with love to happiness which is meaningful to them. And that leaves you free to create and accept happiness that is meaningful to you. Big Thanks to Luis Hay for stopping by. I got this clip from YouTube. It is entitled Conversations on Living by Luis L. Hay. And if you'd like to connect with her and her work, you can visit her website, louisehay.com. Her Instagram is Hay House Inc. And her latest book is entitled I Can Do It, How to Use Affirmations to Change Your Life. And I'll have a link to today's entire talk, as well as all the previous episodes that she's been on the show. So you can go check that out. And that is a wrap for me. When you get a chance, please follow the show on your preferred podcast player app. Or if you like, you can shoot me an email at mj at depressiondetoxshow.com. I would love to hear from you. And that is a wrap for me. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I will see you back here Friday. So until then, stay strong. Later. Later.